Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hey everyone, welcome to a quick shot of romance. It is me, Becky, and joining me this time is Carolina from Curl Up With Books. Welcome back, Carolina. Thanks, Becky. It's good to be back. So on this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, we're reviewing... We are reviewing One Moment, Please by Amy Dawes. This is book three in the Wait With Me series. So real quick before we get into the synopsis, something that uh, Lee and I have talked about with the podcast and the quick shots is we're going to start like trying to make sure we're encompassing books that have been released for a while. So um, I know it can be harder to find indie authors in your library, Um but, you know, there is things like Kindle Unlimited and stuff. So that's something that we're working on a little bit, just because one of the things that comes up often is how can you afford <laughs> to read all of these new releases? Um, and we're lucky because of the book blog and stuff, we get advanced copies and stuff. But we understand that a lot of our listeners are not book bloggers and art readers. So we want to make sure that we're well-rounding our picks. Kindle Unlimited is your friend. <laughs> it is such your friend. Um, I love it. I think it's so great because you can try out different books and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And there will be a link uh, in the show notes. Um, if you have not signed up for Kindle Unlimited yet and you want to try a free, um, a free trial and stuff, you can sign up through the book blog. And if you go with it, we get a kickback. So you can help support the podcast by... Um, having Kindle Unlimited. So who knew, right? Who knew? So um, Carolina, will you read us the synopsis from Goodreads? Absolutely. That awkward moment when an ER doctor has to inform you that you're pregnant with his baby. Three things Lindsay Jones knows about the hot doctor. He's grouchy, an arrogant jerk, and strangely obsessed with pie. Three things Dr. Dick knows. He doesn't talk about his past. He doesn't do relationships and the crazy girl in the hospital cafeteria who ate a fistful of French silk pie is annoyingly irresistible. After a chance meetup meet at a bar and a heated cab ride together, things come to a head and now instead of hating each other, they're horizontal in a bed. Three months later, the weird cafeteria stalker who crept out of Dr. Dick's house like a thief in the night winds up as his patient in the ER after her Tinder date from hell. Dr. Dick is prepared to keep it cool and professional. That is until her blood work reveals that she's pregnant. What really throws him for a loop is that the surprise baby is his. <laughs> so the release date on this is April 9th of 2020. It is part of Kindle Unlimited, but you can also purchase the ebook. Um, the trope is surprise pregnancy, one night stand, meet cute, insta-lust, age gap. It's a steam level of about a three. Uh, and the angst is a two, mostly Dr. Dick's fault. <laughs> All angst is his fault in this book. Um, and there is like a hint of like enemies to lovers kind of vibe going on as well. Yeah, yeah, because he's super resistant to all of this. Like he's, he's fairly guarded. We'll get into that. Um, this is book three in the Wait With Me series. Um, and I believe this was a reread for both of us. It was. I actually did the audiobook of this one. I read the book the first time and then I did the audiobook this awesome. time. 
Awesome. Okay, so let's break down these characters. First up, Miss Lindsay Jones. So when we meet her, she is working on her master's degree in social work. She has found writing inspiration in a hot, uh, in a hotel, in a hotel. <laughs> in a hospital. Hotel. Oh my God, a hospital cafeteria. Take three, take three. <laughs> Words are hard. <laughs> In the well, hotel, kind of in the hospital cafeteria, right? Hospital. It kind of She's in in, it's kind of inspired by her friend um, Kate Smith, who from book one, um, who wrote her novels, her romance novels in the tire store, right in the waiting the, area of the, the tire store. Yeah. The tire store. Hence, wait with me. There's kind of a, a waiting room element to it. So she found her vibe in the hospital cafeteria. Yeah, she was at the hospital, like, hanging out and waiting while her mom had had some minor same-day procedure. And so um, there's no trigger warning needed as far as the main characters go. There's no, like, neither one of them are suffering medical issues or anything like that. Um, Lindsay is just inspired. And one of the good things that's part of the hospital cafeteria is the pie. Well, yeah, it's, there's a buffet of food and she's fallen in love with some French silk pie. Yeah, which I mean, I, I would fall in love with French silk pie too. Same, same. I'm like not adverse to French silk pie either. <laughs> like, I love it. Well, she also has a theme that she's, she's a bit of a foodie. So yes, French silk pie is not her only vice. Um, which I I loved about her. <laughs> <laughs> she is a bit of a foodie. And, and I think that that's something that I find like really relatable to her also as a character mm -hmm. that you, you know, her, I don't want to say her obsession with food, but her food experience is very relatable um, exactly. to somebody that also likes food. And she likes a good cocktail. She has she a does. tiki bar in her back backyard. In her that. backyard. In the townhouse uh, that she can't really afford to live in anymore. <laughs> I felt so bad for her. So let's talk a little bit before we get into things, how things kind of break down for them. Let's talk about Dr. Josh Richardson, otherwise known as Dr. Dick. Um, Which Lindsay calls Dr. Dick. She gives him that nickname, pet name. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's kind of Richardson, but also he's... He's kind of a jerk. <laughs> yeah, that kind of bugged me a little bit about him. He does like a pity party. He is super moody, which was mm -hmm. a little annoying. Um, and he definitely, so this is where you get the enemies to lovers vibe. Like he comes at her when she is in the hospital cafeteria. He's like, why are you here? What are you doing? Why do you keep coming in here? Nobody knows who you are. And why do you keep eating pie? <laughs> right. Um, and there's this very funny dramatic scene with the pie that they mentioned in the blurb. It's so funny. Um, but he also is a bit selfish, I think, and a little bit, um, his emotional responses were a little immature. I thought so too. Also. Yes, I would agree with that. There's, there's situations that throughout the book are revealed on why he is the way that he is um 
but I, but I think it's taken to the extreme a little bit for a little bit of for some comedy in the story throughout. Yeah. So they're very much opposites where she's sunshine, happy, positive, trying to make the best of things, making her way in life. And he's, he's been through an experience that has put up walls definitely. So he's on the other end. Yeah. He guards his heart and, and he's, he's very right to guard his heart. I mean, he experienced something in his life and I don't want to give it away or anything like that, but he Mm. experienced something in his life that his responses, once you know that about him, his responses make a lot more sense. So if you start reading this and you think, Oh God, this guy's a bit of a jackass. Stay with it. In the end, it comes around. You you start to understand and experience why he is the way he is. Um, I did think it was funny. Lindsay uh, was clueless about being pregnant at first. (laughs) Um, Just because, so I have, you know, I have two children and I was clueless both times when I was expecting my children. (laughs) One was a sinus infection and the other was the stomach flu. (laughs) that lasted like months. So (laughs) completely relatable. But I mean, leading up to the date and going to the emergency room, so funny you know she she brings <laughs> she brings a little bit of like comedic drama with her and there's a lot of kind of internal monologue with it where she's just kind of falling apart in her head which i thought it made me laugh again um rereading it just those are the parts about like oh, this is why i love this book so much yeah well, I mean, she's, she is an optimist, but then she like builds herself up and then she like talks herself out of things. Next thing you know, she's talking herself into those things and it's like, okay. And there's, she also has a little bit of confidence issues as well. She does. There's, there is um, a bit, even within her career, like she's trying to do the right things and take the right steps and she knows what she wants to do. Um, and in her personal life where she sees herself with amongst um, dating and men and um, how she sees herself and her availability or who would be a good match for her. So I think that's relatable as well. And some of those internal dialogues that she has um, are extremely relatable because you yeah. like, oh, I, I totally get that. Yeah. Um, I do. So as they come together and now, you know, she's gone after this very terrible Tinder date, she has gone to the hospital. It's, she finds out she's pregnant. Um, you know, sometimes when we have surprise pregnancy in a book, automatically the couple is together. Like we're going to make this work. This is going to be great. Um, but because of Josh's past experiences, um, it isn't automatic for them. You know, I loved that about this story that there was work they both had to do now them moving in together. And that was part of the, because of her own situation where she wasn't going to be able to afford her rent anymore. And the lease was coming up and they decided to move in together to kind of figure things out with the pregnancy and kind of date while living together. Um, which created some very funny, (laughs) funny moments. My favorite moment in all of that is when she gets her neighbor 
is it Dean? Is that the neighbor? Yeah. She gets Dean to mount the television set on the stone fireplace. Well, it's Dean and Miles. And actually, I think it's Miles and Sam who mount it. Oh, is it? Okay. I thought it was it's Dean. All, it's, yes. Well, it's all three of them who help her move into Dr. Dick's house. And there's two of them who are mounting it on the stone fireplace. Yeah. And then his dad comes in and is like, what idiot mounted the TV to the stone fireplace? And she's just like, I, I don't know who that was. Historic stone fireplace. Right? I was so funny. That was like such a funny, and that's something this book definitely has, is this witty banter um, and uh back and forth dialogue. So if you like a book that's heavy in dialogue and heavy in verbal exchanges, Amy Dawes writes very well with dialogue and verbal exchanges. Um, And that's totally a plus in this story. Absolutely. And you find that not only with the scene with the parents, but um, with Lindsay and Kate, Lindsay and Dean, and and on occasions when um, Lindsay and Dr. Dick get into those sparring matches, you know, they're even going at it sometimes. Right. Um, um, so Dr. Dick has a hard time letting anybody in. He has really big walls. Um, he even keeps his own family at arm's length. He does. Um, it, well, and I, I think that goes back to the, the past experience, um, which you know, as you're reading through it, you're like, okay, what is really going on? There was, there's a point in the book, you're like, okay, come on, tell me, what is it? Like, let's, let's break down part of the wall. Let's break down some books. And, you know, Lindsay's optimism throughout really tries to say, you know, hey, let's get there. What's going on? Help me understand, you know, be part of this experience with me. Um, you know, it, there was a point where he kept calling it in doctor terms, the fetus, the fetus. She's like, no, it's the baby. It's peanut. You know, she names the baby peanut. Like, do you want to touch my belly? Like, come on, like make this connection. Help yeah. me out here. Well, he really tried to limit how much he cared is like what yeah. I think it comes down to. He just, and, and again, that goes back to his past trauma. Um, and I don't want to give anything away. Well, and then on the flip side, you could see that he also cared. So I don't want to make him sound like a complete jerk because he, he wasn't, he, he, he wasn't. did, he really did care. It was, he was more about protecting his heart and he showed his care, like his love language, if you will, was keeping them safe and keeping them protected. And he felt the best way to do that was for them to be under his roof so he could monitor her and the baby and even the scenes, the scenes with when they're in with the doctor or her obstetrician and they're getting the scans and getting updates and his questions to the doctor, you know, his concerns, should she take, you know, should she be on bed rest? Is this too much? What about this? And so he goes at that from one angle and Lindsay goes at that from another angle. So they're each kind of like embarrassing each other. Um, but ultimately he is, he does care extremely he's just showing it within his current capacity yeah um and it it does take a moment to get past some of his tortured hero pieces and stuff like that um 
this, like I said, this was a reread for me. First time I read this, I liked it. It was delightful. Um, little things bugged me, but none of it that wouldn't have me saying this is a good surprise pregnancy. It plays out like surprise pregnancy. Um, it had plenty of laugh out loud moments. Amy Dawes knows how to write a rom-com. 100% she knows how to write a rom-com. Um, so let's talk real quick before we get to our final questions. Um, supporting the supporting cast of characters. <laughs> I love the supporting cast too. <laughs> so we have Kate and then her guy is. Um, Miles. Miles. Um, and then, and Kate's the romance novel and best friend, novelist and best friend. And Miles is the guy that owns the tire shop. <laughs> he doesn't own the tire shop. He, oh, he doesn't. Just runs Sam, it. Sam owns the tire shop. And okay. Sam, he's, he's Sam's number two. Um, okay. So I honestly read these books. I read this as a standalone and I read these out of order. Um, so I read Dr. Dick first. I read One Moment Please first. <laughs> and then I read, um, then I went back and read Kate and Miles. I've not read Sam's book. And I did read Dean's book, which is book yep. four. <laughs> so. so you have Kate and Miles, who um, are book one. And he is Sam's number two. Sam is from book number two. And I forget his... Um, well, there's a bachelorette party scene in this book that is yeah. so funny on the party bus. <laughs> you know, so. and I think that's where Lindsay embraces, you know, her, <laughs> she kind of plays it funny. She embraces her pregnancy. She's full. I think she's like six or seven months by that point. Yeah. Um, the party bus has a stripper pole and she's dancing around and joking and around. But actually, I think my, my favorite scene with the secondary cast is when um they have kate's um party to celebrate her finishing a book writing a book um and it's also i think they also kind of tie in Lindsay's completing her they do her master's um, degree in social work and her stuff. master's and um she hasn't uh Lindsay hasn't told kate that she's pregnant and so they have to reveal it at that party. <laughs> yes. And let's just say hilarity ensues. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it was super awkward. It was definitely one of those moments where you're like, um, how's this going to play out? <laughs> because Kate can be a little melodramatic. <laughs> Kate can be very melodramatic. Okay, so let's get down to the final buzz. Um, did you like this book? I... Yes, I enjoyed this book thoroughly. It's, um, I, I enjoyed it because you have, Amy Dawes does a really good job, as we talked about with the dialogue. There's fun banter. Um, it, you know, it had its more serious moments in this book, which are a little different from the other ones. But at the same time, I was laughing and giggling throughout it. Yeah, I do. I like this book. It's funny and quirky. It's a well-done rom-com with a surprise pregnancy in it. Um, if you are not sure if you like surprise pregnancy, then I think that this is a great example to kind of showcase mm -hmm. that. Um, so who would typically like this book? I would say, um, very much rom-com, you know, very much rom-com niche. Um, I, it's, it's not as like 
kind of wild and crazy is Max Monroe. But if you like kind of that bantery comedy, you would enjoy this. Yeah, I said Lovers of Rom-Com. It very much is an Avery Flynn vibe to it. If you like Avery Flynn's books, the only thing I will say is Amy Dawes is a little bit spicier than Avery Flynn. Um, Avery Flynn tends to be a little more mellow in the spice. So I think that this is like about a three in the spice. Um, I always typically put Avery at about a two. Um, I would th- say this, there was parts of this that um, were a little bit more. So I'd push this to like 3.5. Okay. Spice. That's fair. That's fair. You know, their first encounter was a little uh, spicy. That's with true. Some of her requests. That is true. That's true. Okay. I'll give it. It could almost be a four. She had her own little kink. She had some kinks for sure. Yeah. Um, Would you recommend this book? Absolutely. Um, I would too, especially if someone's looking for an easy low angst. And I said mid steam read, but she is right. (laughs) The first sexual encounter is a little spicy. So it might be a little more than mid range (laughs) steam. Um, but overall, it's a great read, and I really definitely think it's worth checking out. And you can definitely read it as a standalone. It is part of a collection, um, but this is one of those series that can be read independently. Um, oh, 100%. Yeah. And you just, it's one of those that you then become curious about the secondary characters, and you're like, okay, now I want to read their stories. Yeah. Um, and having read the fourth one, um, knowing what Dean's story is, the teasers you get in this one, I'm like, oh, I I didn't catch them as much the first read because I obviously hadn't read the book. But I'm like, wow, she teased the fourth book more than I remembered. um, I did feel that too. I did feel that too, because I had read book four and I was like, oh. So definitely worth the read and definitely worth checking out the other books in the series. So Carolina, thank you so much for joining me. For this it's quick a shot around as dance. always. Um, we'll actually be back in a couple of episodes. You and I are doing another surprise pregnancy. So <laughs> maybe we're theming it a little bit. <laughs> anyway. I think somebody uh, likes those that trope. <laughs> I heard I heard someone has a thing for that. Anyway, thanks everyone for listening. Happy reading. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.